Workday afternoon replay from Money FM 89.3. Workday afternoon on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to Workday afternoon. I am Clarissa Montero. Now, the Margaret River Wine Association has been known to have some of the largest selection of wines globally. Hailing from a small town south of Perth, the award winning wines gourmet produce produce are some of the finest. On tour and featuring some of their finest produce in the Grand Hyatt tomorrow, Margaret River will showcase some of their gourmet from Australia's southwest. Money FM 89.3 welcomes Amanda Whiteland, CEO of Margaret River Wine Association, to talk about consumer demand for specific wine pickings, Margaret River maintaining its competitiveness in the industry and the challenges that Margaret River has faced breaking into new local markets. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Clarissa. Um, You know, you do have an enviable job, but it's also a big job. You represent a lot of of vintners, a lot of product and a lot of expectations on your shoulders. What's that like? It's not too bad. When you finish the day and you've got beautiful Margaret River wines to enjoy, I think it makes it all very worthwhile. (laughs) Yeah, it's not so much of a challenge if you can end the day right. So for the benefit of our listeners, can you tell us more about the wines and the pickings uh, to look out for from Margaret River? Maybe, you know, I know you don't want to favour any one too much, but give us an overview. Sure. I mean, Margaret River is renowned for producing world-class Cabernet Sauvignon, Chardonnay, Mm -hmm. Semillon Sauvignon Blanc blends, and it's a beautiful boutique region. Um, So mostly reds? uh, 60% whites, but really well-known for our Cabernet Sauvignons. Um, Yeah, and they're really age-worthy wines. Margaret River, though, only represents less than 2% of Australia's total wine grape Mm -hmm. harvest, but it has a big share of our wine tourism market, and the icon wine market and has a big share of the wine awards and accolades as well. Okay. Um, how many different wineries are there in this region? Yeah, that's a good question. There's now around 180 wine <laughs> producers, but we have about 90 cellar doors. So, right. Um, but most of them are family owned and mm-hmm. most of them are quite small. So this is one thing that I've always wanted to do. I've wanted to basically go on a driving tour yes. and, and visit the various wineries. I mean, I think that vineyards are beautiful anyway. They make great photographs. At the end of the day, that vintner's table is very appealing. It is. We are in a beautiful part of the world. And not only when you drive from the north to the south of Margaret River do you have all those gorgeous vineyards, but you've got the ocean Mm -hmm. and you've also got the forest and all the beautiful carry trees. So it's spectacular. So as a destination, it is already a tourist destination on its own. Then you put the, the wineries into the mix. And have you seen a huge influx of tourists into the area in the last few years? Yeah, as a holiday destination, it's matured a lot. I moved back there five years ago after living away for uh, almost 21 years. Mm -hmm. So I've seen a a huge change. There's now so many fantastic restaurants and we've got various different events happening throughout the year now with uh, a winter food and wine festival called Cabin Fever. We have Australia's richest film festival, Cinefest Oz, um, Gourmet Escape coming up later later this year. Um, There's sporting events. There's there's a lot happening all year round. Okay, let's talk about Margaret River wine exports into this region. Now, Singapore is ranked third in uh, exporters of, of Margaret River wines. That's growing, I'm assuming? It is. Interestingly, as I 
I mentioned before, we're a boutique region. Mm -hmm. We only actually export 10% of our production. But Mm. of that export, Singapore is our number three market and increasing significantly. Over the last eight years, our value sales into Singapore have grown over 65%. Okay, so let's talk about these wines that Singaporeans like so much. What do we buy most? Ooh, um, it is a a slightly more red-driven market. Mm -hmm. Uh, About 60% of Singaporean uh, import, sorry, wines that are coming from Margaret River are red wines. Mm -hmm. Um, And as I mentioned, they are our So we like our Cab Savs. Cab Savs, yeah, (laughs) absolutely. But in saying that, um, comparatively to a market like China, where it's 90% red, we still have a very strong Chardonnay and um, Semillon Sauvignon Blanc blend Mm -hmm. um, business here as well. All right, we're speaking to Amanda Whitefield, CEO of Margaret River Wine Association, talking about consumer demand for specific wine pickings, Margaret River maintaining its competitiveness in the industry and the challenges that Margaret River has faced breaking into local markets. Okay, there is no challenge really breaking into the Singapore market. The name is already quite well known. People reach out for Margaret River wines at the stores. What are you doing with the Grand Hyatt tomorrow? So tomorrow we've got uh, we've got some trade events mm-hmm. and some media tasting. And then in the evening, we've got uh, Margaret River on tour, which is a collaboration of over 20 wineries Mm -hmm. have come to uh, Singapore. We've also got a local Margaret River chef joining us. He's going to be showcasing some Margaret River produce, marron, truffles. Uh, We've got some Dorper lamb. We've got some beautiful um, two ocean abalone. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, it's going to be a great night. Lots of food, lots of wine. How has uh, Margaret River, let's talk about that competitiveness, how has it maintained? maintained its competitiveness in this industry. I mean, I mean, Australia has become known as an area where you can get good wine, but how did, how did that happen? How does that evolve and how do you keep going? Mm. Well, I mean, if we talk about the Singapore market, we mm. visit the market a lot. Mm. I mean, personally, I love this market. Mm-hmm. Um, for the four, the last four years that I've been in this job, we've been doing events like tomorrow night, Margaret River on tour at the Grand Hyatt mm-hmm. every year. I um, mean, our wineries do spend a lot of time here in the market doing wine training and education. Okay, so I'm not entirely familiar with the area. Okay, we've got wines. Do you also do cheeses? Yes, there's some there's some artisan cheese producers in the region as well. I mean, before the wine industry really kicked off in the 1960s, mm-hmm. Margaret River was known as a dairy industry. Okay. Yeah. So that comes together very nicely. It does. All right. Cheese, wine, and you said seafood. truffles, seafood. This makes for a very pleasant evening. You're making me hungry. How has, <laughs> how are you gonna how are you gonna widen this this target audience? I mean, you're probably not reaching everyone in Singapore who would buy a bottle of Margaret River. No, no, we we love having people come and visit us in the region. We mm-hmm. think that um, you know we can obviously we do a lot with our own social media, but I think when people come down and visit it for themselves, they they share their own stories, they share their own photos, maybe on their social media, tell mm-hmm. their friends. That's really the, the best way to, to really promote our region, we so believe. moving forward, do you work with the um, tourist ministry for the area? Yeah, we do. We actually, the Margaret River Wine Association, share an office with the Margaret River Tourism Association, mm-hmm. so we collaborate quite closely. We okay. see that tourism drives exports. They have a very symbiotic it's a, it's a, relationship. A very, yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like a very symbiotic relationship. They come in, they see the beautiful pictures, Absolutely. the wineries, they eat, they drink, they go back, they buy it off shelves. Absolutely. All right. We're speaking to Amanda Whiteland, CEO of Margaret River Wine Association. How has Margaret River retained its uh, 
consumer loyalty? How do you build on that? How do you retain your loyalty first? And then what are you going to do to build on that? Yeah, well, I guess we're um, we really are fortunate. I mean, we enter a lot of wine shows and, and, and the wines continually get high ratings and mm. accolades. Um, so that publicity is really strong and we, we really help promote that. As I said, we work really closely with tourism. I think mm-hmm. that's a really important part of our strategy. It's about having people visit the region. It's about promoting the successes of the regions. Um, so do wines. you think that region will grow? You said 2%. Yes. So do you think it's going to be 3% or 5% down the road? Oh, look, we're a large region as far as geographically. We're 100 Mm -hmm. kilometres long north to south, but a lot of the soil in the region is unsuitable for growing grapes. So there's only about actually 2% of the the land that has vineyards on it at the moment. Um, And I don't see that um, growing a huge amount in the future. I see where our growth is, is as our our vines mature, Mm -hmm. our wines will become even more premium um, and the costs may, there might be growth in value more so than volume. So volume is going to be capped at some point. Yes. So it's quality that you're looking yes. forward to. We're definitely a quality rather than a quantity region. Well, you know, I, I, can't, I can't fault quality. A good wine is a good wine and, and a lot of people will pay good money for good wine. So you're in an enviable position. What is your recommendation? If I've never had a, a wine from Margaret River, start me off. What are some of the wineries I should be looking at? Well, my go-to is always Chardonnay first. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people have ideas about what Chardonnay tastes like, but Margaret River Chardonnay often changes people's perception. Um, they taste it and they really are converted. Um, and I think there's a lot of wineries in Margaret River that are challenging Burgundy as the best Chardonnay producers in the world. Can you name some? Well, I'd love you to come and join us tomorrow <laughs> night and 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 uh, taste some for yourself. Um, yeah, I mean, Lewin Estate put Margaret River on the map when mm-hmm. their Chardonnay was um, 2000, sorry, the 1981 Lewin Estate Art Series Chardonnay was mm-hmm. selected by Decanter as uh, one of the best wines in the world. So that was really when I think the Chardonnay story started in Margaret River. All right. So Chardonnay and your Cabernet Sauvignon. Yes. All right. And what are some of the future wines that we can look forward to? Are there going to be more blends uh, again or are we talking about quality? Yeah, that's a really good question. I mean, the, the Margaret River region and the climate is really highly suited to minimal intervention viticulture. Mm-hmm. Um, so a couple of things I would say is I think there'll be an increasing number of vineyards and it's already happening and wineries in Margaret River that are going through the process to become organically certified. Okay. So that's a trend that we're, we're really seeing and things that we can look forward to in the future, I think, is um, more organic um, certified vineyards. Mm-hmm. Um, and then probably the quality to to further increase um, improve as the vineyards mature. What you see with a lot of different wine regions from the world is because of the different grapes and, and the maturity of the vines that we're seeing more and more of these basically mixes. You know, what used to be a Chablis is now a Chablis something else or a, a, a Riesling something something. Is that going to happen in Margaret River, do you think? Oh, look, I think, I mean, blending is a very important part of the winemaker's job. And mm. whether it's blending two different parcels of, um, say, Cabernet Sauvignon and one has had been in an oak barrel that had um, heavy toast and the other one's had lightly toast, they're still doing a blend. Mm-hmm. But other times they might be blending wines from different vineyards or they might be blending different varieties. So, it, yeah, there's, there's, there's lots of different um, ways 
ways that blends come in. Um, and, you know, sometimes it might be like a, Bordeaux, a Cabernet Sauvignon. There's a lot of other varieties that are allowed in Bordeaux. There's four other varieties. They might just put one or two percent of Malbec or Cabernet Franc in there just to give it a, another little bit of complexity. OK, well, we look forward to more complexity and more quality wines. From the Margaret River, Miss Amanda Whiteland, CEO of Margaret River Wine Association. Thank you so much for coming and talking to us on Money FM 89.3. Thank you very much. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SBH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.